Good morning. Uh, I'm going to read something from Tommy Cazort that he wrote that uh, he wanted to share with y'all this morning. He says, sorry I couldn't be at church with you this morning since I'm working, but I had a couple of things I wanted to share with you. First, we want to thank all of you for supporting our missions. All of us that go may be most visible, but the support you give us behind the scenes is just as important. Without the time you give to help the fundraisers and financial support you generously give, we wouldn't be able to go out and do the work that the Lord is leading us to do. We also appreciate the prayers and encouragement we get from each of you. If you never participated in a mission trip, I wish you would try it once. I believe you'd be surprised at how the Lord can work through each of us if we give ourselves to him and be obedient to what he calls us to do. Believe me, when you look into the eyes of the young ones and the older people that you have an opportunity to witness to and work through you, it is so fulfilling. And secondly, I would like, I want to point out how blessed we are to have such a caring group of young people in our church. I had the opportunity to go to West Virginia last year on my first mission trip, and we all had a great time, but to see these young people grow spiritually over the past year is something we all should be proud of. They all stepped up and did the work the Lord led them to do all week and was so encouraging to me. I hope all of you make a point to continue lifting them up and encouraging them every opportunity you get. We all need to realize one day these young people will be the leaders of the church. And I know when that day comes, the church will be in good hands. Thanks to all of you, and may God bless you. That was from Tommy Kazorton. I can only echo some of his uh, statements, and, and I, too, want to thank you all for supporting us with prayers and financial support because without you and without the church, it wouldn't be possible. And I, too, was impressed with these young people. I, I think the church's future is in good hands because uh, some of them I knew pretty well, some of them I didn't know well at all, but I got to know real well over the week. <laughs> They're good people, and they're, they're helpful, and they, they really were there for everybody. Um, we did a little cooking. <laughs> I, I, I seem to have a lot of kitchen duty for some reason. <laughs> um, Kate and I did a yeoman's job on some uh, grilled cheese sandwiches, and. I think we made so many we sent every kid home and, and after school with about three or four extra sandwiches, and, which is probably a good thing because we were told a lot of these kids the only meals they get is what they get at that church and after school, so maybe somebody at home didn't have anything to eat that day would have something. Um, Jacob and I had smoked some hot dogs, but it wasn't all our fault. We think some, a little bit of grease got left in the cooker from the day before. and. Uh, we could control the propane, but we couldn't control the grease, but nobody seemed to mind all the hot dogs got ate and people were still asking for them. And, and that was something that was hard for me to do was to go to the transit mall to get out and talk to people that I don't know is, is very difficult, but to see people witness that day and, and people give their testimonies that 
it's, it's very touching. And it, you didn't have to say anything, just be there. But uh, it was a great experience. And like Tommy said, if you've never tried it, you should try it once. It's, it's very uplifting. Good morning. Um, I guess part of my job was helping up with the uh, handyman stuff. We had the Larry, Moe, and Curly of handyman. Um, somehow or another, I got to be the errand boy, thank goodness. I guess they watched me drive a nail in Canada, and they didn't want me driving any nails or doing anything. So I learned a lot of streets in West Virginia that I had no idea where they were to go get parts and pieces, but we, we, had a, we did real well. Uh, Scotty and Tim really led the, the handyman. Um, in the church, we... We were able to relocate the hot water heater so we could hook a washing machine up for them. Um, we fixed the toilet in the other bathroom downstairs we fixed last year in one bathroom, so we fixed the other one this year. We also um, put in a cabinet with a sink in it in the bathroom. I had notes, but evidently God wanted me to say something different because I left them at home. Um, the, uh, see, I'm a Martha, too, I think, sometimes making lists. Uh, but we... Uh, we did that, those operations. We also built them a basketball goal. They had someone had torn down the basketball goal there, so we built a basketball goal. So when those slides come up, I can assure you that's a Photoshop of any safety violations you see when they go through. We, uh, we also helped a lady that had evidently stepped out of her shower and reached and tore her towel rack down. We put her a new towel rack up, but we also put her a grab handle in so when she goes to get in and out of her shower that she'd be able to support herself. Um, this same lady's about to get a, a uh, motorized scooter, and um, we built a ramp to get into her uh, building there. One other lady, we fixed her fence, and then another lady, we actually worked on some of her doors. So we stayed pretty busy in the days we were there. Um, we, did, we did do a lot of cooking. We, we cooked at the block party for about 280 people. We um, cooked for ourselves two nights, which was really good, and, 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 and I'm going to echo what everybody else has said. If you haven't been with this group on a mission trip, you're missing something. You know, the, the things that we go and do for the people in West Virginia help them, and, and to see the expressions on their face when you show them any love at all, because nobody does. I mean, it's, it's a really tough place. But you also grow yourself, and, you know, selfishly, I think this mission trip, I wanted to go because I needed it as much as anybody. Scotty said one day we were sitting around talking, he said, it's easy to be a Christian when you're around these people. And um, it's true because we were coming back to work, and, and that's been the one thing that has been on my heart the whole time. When you're around Christians, it's easy to be a Christian. Well, we hope you all will go with us. I want to echo about the YouTube, these guys and, and the girls and the, and the kids that were on it. Very few days, very few hours went by that somebody in the neighborhood or that saw you said, what did you do to teach those kids? Because they helped. There was never a, a word. So if you've got a child up here, and I do, thank goodness, that you should be very proud of them. They were very good. Good morning. Um Um, 
There was a little boy who was helping his dad paint a porch. And when we were going door to door, so I walked up to him and invited him to the block party. He was like, well, I don't live here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Cooked a lot of grilled cheeses. <laughs> I think we used all the bread. It's really odd. I spent a week in West Virginia with people who would not be quiet, and now no one will speak. <laughs> First, I'd like, to, I'd like to thank you for your support. You cannot send an army into the field without a strong base, and we appreciate your prayers. We appreciate the financial gifts in supporting, uh, supporting the fundraisers. We appreciate your prayers during the week. Uh, I hope that, that you will receive a blessing today in as we have. I can assure you that after spending a week in West Virginia, there was not a toilet paper shortage this year because there were no vehicles rolled. I want to commend these young folks that went. They, they did a fantastic job. Whatever was asked of them, no matter what it was, they took up the task and they carried it through. So moms and dads, you've got a lot to be proud of. And we as a church have a lot to be proud of. And we have young people of this caliber willing to, to give up a week of summer vacation and go and work. Uh, for me, it was, really, it was really odd. It began weeks before. We were struggling with what are we going to do? What, what kind of drama scenes are we going to do? And we had a few picked out, but we we're trying to work out logistics. And I get an email at work one day from Patty, and it says, you know, Tim, I got an email from Michelle today that says she woke up with, with this thought in her head. Why don't, we just, why don't we just do Jesus, show Jesus, uh, talking to the people, just do a monologue about unconditional love. And I said, I responded back. I said, Patty, that's fine. We can, we can make that happen. We'll do something on unconditional love. And we'll throw in a few testimonies, too. We'll just do a, lot of, do a lot of speaking is what we'll do. So I began to work on that. And one of the things that God laid on my heart about unconditional love is, is found in John chapter 8, the first 12 verses, when Jesus meets the adulterous woman. And that was one of the pieces of scripture that I wanted to use. Well, the week before we left, I tried it out on the Baptist men. And Herbert was in there. And Herbert told me afterwards, he said, Tim, you know, he said, that's really odd because this Sunday I'm preaching on some of that, that very piece of scripture. I'm, I'm focusing on Luke 15, the first two verses, in the fact that Jesus ate with sinners and the tax collectors. He went out, he went out in to the people and they responded to him. And why did they respond to him? Because he showed them unconditional love when the scribes and the Pharisees looked down their nose, the religious leaders of the days looked down their nose at them. But Jesus showed them unconditional love. And I thought, man, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Well, I want you to know that, 
that on the way up, Stan and myself and Franklin, and that was a wonderful ride because I got to spend a, spend a lot of time in, in talk and actually meditation. And we, we had Sunday school lessons on the way up, if you will, but we talked about that very piece of Scripture. And then Sunday morning when Norm preaches, what passage of Scripture does he use? That very same passage. Now, now, folks, that's a connection because I know back here, Herbert's feeding you that same word, and we're hearing it in West Virginia. I don't need the billboard anymore, Lord. It's unconditional love. That's what we're supposed to do. That's what we're supposed to do. When we walk out of these doors, we're supposed to show unconditional love. It's easy to sit in here and love on each other, but when we go out the door and we find people who are not like us, they don't look like us, they don't think like us, can we love them unconditionally as well? And that's what a mission trip, that's part of what a mission trip is all about, is unconditional love. The block party was simply fantastic. There were probably 300 people there. There were people across the street. It was simply huge. And, and when you're dressed as Jesus walking around, people give you some funny looks, let me tell you. But the kids, the kids respond immediately. They respond immediately. And they would run up to me and speak with me, and I would always ask them. I would always ask them if they know Jesus. And they said, oh, yes, yes, I know Jesus. Well, do you speak to Jesus? Oh, yes, yes, I, I speak to Jesus. Well, what do you say? What do you tell him? And one little girl, she couldn't have been any more than six years old. She looked at me, and she said, I asked him to take my sins away. Amen. Six years old. Another little girl came up to me. Now, this is West Virginia. It's, it's like 95 degrees outside. We're on asphalt. It's, it's 110 degree heat index, and everybody's just slowly melting. This little girl comes up to me. She doesn't even say, hey, how are you? She walks up. She grabs me. She says, can you make it snow? <laughs> and I said, honey, honey, wait, wait, wait till the wintertime. We'll take care of that one. The transit mall. I got the opportunity to go to the transit mall, and let me tell you, that was eye-opening and uplifting because we didn't go to where the buses actually load and unload. We were in a courtyard that you had to cross through to get to the transit mall. And I'm sure there were other ways into the transit mall, but for most of the folks, if they're going to get on a bus, they had to go by us. And we're set up. There's a small stage, and, and we're, we're singing some songs. We've got hot dogs cooking over here. And, you know, when we get there, there's already people there, and I'm told that those are the homeless. Those are the ones that really have nowhere to go, and they hang out in this courtyard because there's seats, and there's some trees, and there's some shade. And when the hot dogs are ready, we begin telling folks, come on, come on, free food. And folks respond, and they start calling other people, come on, let's eat, let's eat. Well, you know what, what's so ironic about it is the business people. The business people are trying to catch the bus. The guys in the three-piece suits and the ladies in their, in their business dresses, when they walk through, they do this. They turn their head. They won't even look at you. And if you get their attention, they say, no, 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 that's fine, that's fine. You know what? They looked at me like they looked at us like we were Jesus freaks. And you know what? They're right. They're right. It was so uplifting to see people respond to the love of God, just in a free hot dog, and to be able to talk to people, and to be able to witness to people. I, I had one gentleman ask me if I, if I was a pastor of the church. <laughs> and I told him, no, I was, I was just somebody who came, came along. This guy wanted to pray for me. He prayed 15 minutes, I know. He not only prayed for me, he prayed for you. 
He prayed for our pastor and our pastor's wife. He prayed for our Sunday school program. He prayed that our, 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 our ministry would explode in ways that even we couldn't comprehend. That was completely awesome. Someone is ministering to me and to us when I'm up there trying to minister to people for the Lord. In short, if, if you've never had the opportunity to go on a mission trip, I would encourage you to think about it. I would encourage you to think about it because you bring back so much more than you leave with. It was so wonderful to be able to walk into Norm's church. And let me tell you, it was almost like walking in these doors here because I felt like I was at home and recognizing people that I saw last year and carrying on with that relationship that we had built last year. It was just simply wonderful. Uh, and again, if you, if you haven't been, I don't know what, what we hold for next year, but I would encourage you to consider to consider a mission trip next year if you've never been on one. It's always a pleasure to go, but this year it seemed extra special, and I'd like to commend the young people too. It, the maturity that they displayed this year, and at one time uh, Rhonda had finished painting, and um, they told me to make sure all the furniture was go back, go find the kids and make sure all the furniture was back in place, the de desk had been pushed up. These kids had already done it. They knew what was expected of them. They did it. They were really behind us 100%, and we appreciate the prayers that were lifted up for us while we were gone. Um, we had um, a fewer number this year. But the way things were put together was the way God would have it have, to have been. Uh, we didn't do exactly as we did the year before, but we found blessings. And we, you say you don't want to go anywhere on a mission trip because you'd be out of your comfort zone. No. It's harder to speak to the person next to you here in town because they know you than it is to speak to these young children and witness to them. That's a comfort zone with these kids, with, with the people that you knock on the doors. Uh, Tommy has such a witness, and, and what Stan read that Tommy had to say, Tommy's statement was, every time he knocked on the door, we're from North Carolina, we're here to spread a little love of Jesus. And then he'd tell them why we were there. And one day Tommy and Carol came in, and you could see where they were laying back. Tommy was soaking wet. His pants and his shirt, it had been so hot, and he and Carol were just wet from one end to the other. But they continued to knock on doors. It didn't make any difference. They were out there. And the witness that you bear forth, the patience that you have with each other, the love that you build for each other, the connection that you make from the youth to the older people, it is a great opportunity. And, and the cooking is fun. It's fun. These guys who made the chili from scratch, that they just really did a great job. And, and the dancing chickens on the grill, they made things fun. It's fun to be with them. It's fun to reach out to the people. And we were told that it was a dangerous area. Be careful. And Carol always makes sure that um, we go in twos and threes. There's always a man with the women. And you knock on the doors. These people don't open doors. Very few people will open the doors to give you an opportunity to speak to them. You hang your uh, door, your sign on the door for them, and you go a couple of blocks down, and you look back, they're gone. These people are scared to open their doors. But we gave them an opportunity to come and visit with us. And all um, 
the people that we fed at the block party. That was a ministry in itself. And it's fun, it's tiring, it's hard work. But when you go to sleep at night, you feel blessed. And I think as we come back that we have truly felt as if we are blessed and you have experienced this blessing with us. Thank you for allowing us to go. And I just want to thank the church again, and I want to thank everyone that went on this trip. Um, they're a great group of people. And keep your eyes and ears open for more opportunities for every one of y'all in this church coming up soon. Hold us accountable for continuing to do what we did in West Virginia right here in Person County. Thank y'all.